0: This is Phil Rosenthal, and you're listening to Five Questions with Dan Bell.
1: You're listening to the Five Questions podcast, and I'm your host, Dan Schaubel. In fewer than 10 minutes, my goal is to extract the best advice from the world's smartest and most interesting people by asking them just five questions. My guest today is TV writer, producer, and author Phil Rosenthal. Phil is best known as the creator and producer of the CBS sitcom Everybody Loves Raymond. More recently, he produced Netflix's Somebody Feed Phil, which he also turned into a companion book. We talk about his career, food culture, and more during this episode. Phil, welcome to Five Questions. Happy to be here. How did you transition from being an actor to a writer and producer early in your career, and how did that lead to Everybody Loves Raymond?
0: Well... I was a very big star in high school and in college. And when I moved into New York, I found that they hadn't heard that I was a big star in high school and college. And I used to eat tuna fish for dinner as an actor. And when I became a writer, I could eat whatever I wanted. So I became a writer. You know, after years of kicking around as an actor, I mean years, as soon as I started writing, doors opened. So sometimes the world presents you with what you're supposed to be. And I started getting jobs on sitcoms out in Hollywood. And I don't know, I worked five years and then I met a guy named Ray Romano who was looking for somebody to create a show for him. And I was looking for a comedian or a comic actor to create a show for And that's how that happened.
1: Yeah, it's funny how you set out to do one thing and then a set of circumstances kind of moves you in another direction.
0: Sometimes life presents you with what you're supposed to be.
1: What have you learned about yourself and the world we live in while observing global cultures for your show?
0: the greatest thing about travel is that it literally changes your perspective. So I'll give you an example. My first trip to Paris, I was 23. I'd never been out of the country. I'd never been anywhere. So Paris was the first stop. 23 years old, I'm walking around, I'm marveling at how gorgeous everything is. Look at the trees. Look at the trees on the streets. On the sidewalks, can you believe it? Now, I was living in Washington Heights, Manhattan. This was so unbelievable to me. I go home after this unbelievable trip and I'm walking in my neighborhood in Washington Heights and for the first time ever, I go, hey, look at our trees. Hey, our trees are nice too. I never would have noticed them if I didn't have that comparison, right? It's not Paris, but they're beautiful in their way. That's why you travel. Because what you come home with is this gift that lasts forever. It's your new perspective on life.
1: I love that. And I didn't ever really travel growing up. And I don't, as much as my parents would probably say the opposite, I, I don't consider going on cruises to the Bahamas. And then I ended up traveling to like Thailand and now I've been oh, all God. over. And, that, and then I, I I'd always come home, like you were just saying, and I have so much more kind of appreciation for my surroundings
0: for life. And it's not that ours is so much better than theirs or vice versa. There's stuff to be taken from all of it.
1: Exactly. And you see a lot of businesses and a lot of food culture come from other countries as well, which you've probably noticed. How has food culture and your taste in food changed over the years?
0: Here's how I pitched the show. I'm exactly like Anthony Bourdain if he was afraid of everything. That's how I went into it. The more I go... The more out of my comfort zone I take a baby step, and the more baby steps I take, the more open I am to trying new experiences. Why? Because they usually go well. That's the message. You don't have to be so afraid. If you just take that tiny step out of your comfort zone, that's where the fun is. That's where the excitement is. That's where the learning is. That's where the beauty is. So that's what I do. And now, I'm certainly not Bourdain, but I am more evolved than I used to be.
1: You're you. (laughs) An evolved version of you.
0: That's what travel does. That's what meeting new people does. Absolutely.
1: And in what ways have you been an activist for voting and anti-corruption outside of your entertainment career?
0: Oh, I give whatever I can. I do whatever I can. I try to stay informed. I think we're as informed now as we've ever been. Some of us are misinformed, but there's so much information to be gathered if you are interested. And I would say to my friends out there, get interested. It affects you. It affects your children. It affects your family. It affects your life. It affects our life. It's all connected. We're all connected and we all need each other. doesn't matter if we're here or in Iran or on the other side of the world. It doesn't matter. We're all interconnected.
1: Yeah. And I think we've learned that over the years, too, of like how incorrectly we are. Like if the dollar takes a hit, the euro takes a hit, that affects us. And like, you know, what's going on in terms of wars, that affects us as well. There's just so much.
0: Or if one country's a mass polluter, you see what happens to the climate.
1: Yeah. So I definitely appreciate the fact that, you know, aside from everything that you've done and, and still do, you're also an activist and you see these issues and use your platform for good.
0: You have to use your powers for good. It's what I tell the kids.
1: And what's your best piece of career advice?
0: Ah, I'll tell you, it's the best advice I ever got. Do the show you want to do because in the end, they're going to cancel you anyway.
1: It makes perfect sense. Yeah. I I mean, it goes back to what you were saying earlier on. It's like, you got to be yourself. Don't be the next Bourdain, be the next you and and evolve that version of you.
0: It's actually a, a philosophy of life. We all get canceled one day.
1: Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom, Phil. To follow his journey, you can read his book, Somebody Feed Phil the Book, And find him on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram where he shares his appearances, adventures, friends, and food. To watch the full extended video version of this episode, go to youtube.com slash danshawbell. And please remember to rate and review the 5 Questions podcast on iTunes.